Cameron, when you were in first grade, something took place that had a, a very incredible impact on your life. Give us an idea of what happened. Yes, sir. So we were headed to school that morning. It was Spirit Week, as we call it, at the school I went to. And it was actually Spirit Day, but that was like the homecoming day of that week. And we always said a prayer on the way to school. My mom would read it, and we'd all bow our heads, me, my brother, and my sister. And as we were approaching the intersection that morning, we all had our heads bowed, and a vehicle hit hit us from the side, and I was sitting in the front passenger seat, which is directly where the vehicle hit. And luckily for me, I had my seatbelt on that morning. I'd been kind of fighting and being a brat that morning and wasn't going to wear a seatbelt, but my mom talked me into it. And after that, I remember seeing a doctor shortly after that standing over over me. But after after that, I blacked out, and I really can't remember anything of what happened. I know that I went to the medical center locally, and then the doctor that was there, he already knew something was wrong. That's where he told us to go. We got the scans. They knew something was wrong beyond what they could fix. And we were going to go to St. Dominic's, but somebody that was there actually changed their minds. They talked us out of it. And then you, a doctor, was coming back to Blair Batson that had to just return from studying um, this exact injury. And that's what ended up happen, happen, happening there with, with me. They sent me to Blair Batson, and I was in the hospital for right around a month after that. But I uh, actually suffered from internal decapitation in that wreck, which is a separation of the C1, C2 vertebra, the skull from the C1, C2 vertebra. And this injury was kind of a freak accident. Uh, not many people live through it much less walk after it. I think it's like a 20 and 20,000 ratio or something crazy like that, I was told. But there was actually one other person that had had the surgery done, to my knowledge, and he was actually from Mississippi too. And the doctor had just performed that surgery on this man and then had the chance to perform it on me shortly after that. So this sounds like a coincidence, but perhaps it was maybe a God-ordained thing? Oh, yes, sir, definitely. Looking at that chain of events, there's no other way. So you were in prayer when this happened. Was your head, like, in a a prayerful bow-down position? Would that have helped you? Um, Very possibly. Is your family, was your family, anyone else in the family hurt? Are they okay? Um, no, sir. They they were scratched up. My my brother, he hurt his head a little bit because his head hit the window. My sister was strapped down in the car seat. Um, other than really glass lacerations, my mom, my brother, and my sister were all pretty scotch-free in the accident. All right, just you pretty much then. At, at what point in your life, at what age, did you kind of more or less feel that you were kind of back to normal or 
is it a new normal? Um, so all through middle school, I really felt normal. Um, the, the main place that I really didn't feel normal was in high school. Whenever all my friends started playing sports and they were really busy with that, that's whenever I started to, to look at myself like I was different. And at that time, it was in a bad way. I was being selfish. Um, so I went through junior high and high school kind of with that. I did play tennis a little bit in high school, but that was more or less for fun. Um, I got to college, and I slowly started to realize that what I have, what I have right now with me, I can use to inspire other people. And the fact that this injury occurred to me is not a bad thing. It's it's a good thing that God placed in my life for a reason. So you've got a good attitude, it sounds like. Yes, sir. Have you been able at this point to, to to show kindness to other people, to maybe help someone else who's injured or, or share faith? Um. Well, not yet, but I have, in the gym, working out a lot, I have inspired quite a few people with the story itself. Most people see me working out and the first thing they always say is man how do you do that and then I'll go in and kind of train them and teach them what I'm doing and then some people will just see the scar on the back of my neck and ask me what the scar is from because a lot of times people in powerlifting competitions or you name it Whenever you lift your neck or lift your head, you can actually injure yourself, and they have to go in and do a surgery similar to what I had done, but not nearly on the scale. And whenever I tell them a story, they're just blown away, and they can't believe that I'm sitting here talking to them, much less working out, moving the way I do. And now that you are at Mississippi College, you're studying kinesiology. Did I did I say that right? Kinesiology. That, yes. yes what is that exactly? <laughs> that is the study of human bodily movement. And I actually started out pre-med because, like you said, I, I wanted to go into a field where I could help people that have been injured. But God kind of turned my head away from that during that time. And... It was freshman year, my first semester. I, I prayed to God for the first time since junior high. And whenever I did this, the very next day, my biology professor, we were in, in the cafeteria, and my biology professor asked me if he could eat lunch with me. So we ate lunch, and I brought, brought up the fact that I didn't have the passion and the drive that I really expected to have for biology. And he had to talk with me um, that he went through the same thing in college. So that right there is when I changed my major to kinesiology, and I, I fell in love with it instantly. It sounds like you're getting a lot of support from the school, from the professors. Yes, sir. Uh, the professors at, at the school men, they're all top-notch. They're like family. I wouldn't trade any of them for the world. So after graduation, uh, do you have, you know, plans and goals uh, you'd like to accomplish? Yes, sir. I want to keep 
learning about um, new movements, uh, how to inspire other people to get moving and become healthy over time. And I want to really dive deeper into my story and how to use it for inspiration for other people as well, not just for Jim, but for life as well, because we all have challenges and trials and tribulations that we have to overcome. So it sounds like you've got a heart for people, a heart for, for reaching out and caring for others. Yes, sir. I just want to help other people achieve what they want in life. All right. Cameron, I really appreciate your talking with us. Thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate your time as well.